Matthew chapter number 16, verse number 13 says this. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, son of man, am? They said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I want to preach a little while upon this particular subject tonight. Who do ye say that he is? I'm going to preach about the man Jesus, amen? Now, Jesus was not looking for promotion here, self-promotion here, when he's asking, who do men say that I am and who do ye say that I am? He, he wanted to know what the disciples, the disciples that he was with daily, constantly with, doing miracles around them all the time. He wanted to know who he was to them. Now, it's a good question sometimes. Who do you say that he is? Like I said this morning, we're living in some trouble sometimes. It's not time to shut up. It's time to get loud about it. Amen? Let your voice be heard. Amen? I want to brag on Jesus tonight a little bit, okay? He is, first of all, my Savior. Amen. Okay? He's my Savior. I mean, I, uh, I kind of look at the world as a pawn shop, amen? When Jesus came by, he saw what he wanted in that pawn shop, and he redeemed me, amen, paid the cost, amen, and set my soul free, amen? He is my Savior. Go to Isaiah, if you will, chapter 43. Isaiah 43. Real quick. Isaiah 43. The Bible says there, verse number 1. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art Mine. Verse number 3 says this, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee, a people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather them from the west. I will stay in the north, give up, and the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far, my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. That's what he did to me, amen. I don't belong to Tim Quick no more, amen. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. I belong to him, amen, nobody else, amen. He is my Savior. 1 Corinthians, if you will. I just want to make things real clear with you, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. First Corinthians chapter 6. I'm sorry, 6 is what I want. Verse number 19 says this. What? Paul's writing there. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? which is in you, which ye have of God, ye are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God, glorify God in your body and, your, and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. 
I, I hate to see these people go around getting tattoos and stuff like that, amen? Especially Christians, amen? They ought not to be muddying up God's temple, amen? Hello. I'll tell you what. He's my Savior. He's my Savior because of the sacrifice that he made. Hebrews, if you will. Hebrews, if you will. Chapter number 10. Hebrews, chapter number 10. Look at verse number, uh, verse number 11. And every priest standing daily ministering, offering oftentimes the same sacrifice which can never take away sins. That sounds, sounds like the Catholic people there, amen, which can never. They go to, they go to mass. They, they go to confession constantly every week, three times a day, sometimes four times a week they go to confession and they still come on the way dirty, amen. Verse number 12 says, But this man, if he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Oh, I like that. Amen. He is my sacrifice. Chapter 7 of Hebrews, if you will. Back up a page or two there, if you will. Verse number 26 says, For such an high priest became us who, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separated from sinners, made higher than the heavens, who needs not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins and then for the people's. This he did once when he offered up himself. He's my sacrifice. Listen to me, folks. I thank God. He loved me enough to give his son for me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Long time ago, back before the cross, amen, they used to have to make an animal sacrifice. It was a lamb. They had to be a spotless lamb, perfect in every shape, form, matter. It couldn't be sick, couldn't be coughing, couldn't have a broken leg. It had to be absolutely perfect in every matter because the blood could be shed upon the altar. The Bible says when Christ came, he did away with the first to bring in the second, amen. Something much, much better, amen. Much better, amen. There's no, nothing more perfect than the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. He is spotless. He is sinless, amen. He cannot sin. And he was my sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. He went there for me. You see, I like to make it personal, amen. He went there for me. Yeah, you're saved too. But he went there for me, amen. He shed his blood for me. More Christians now to get more personal, amen. Hello. He's my sacrifice. Listen to me, folks. Listen to me, folks. Oh, I like that. He shed his precious blood for me. Look, if you will, Psalms 32, if you will. Psalm 32. I like to back up everything I say with the Word of God. Amen. Psalm 32. The Bible says there this. Look at verse number 1. Blessed is whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. My sin has been covered. Hello, been covered. Amen. Not only has been covered, but it's also been forgotten. Amen. Amen. Hello. Go back to Isaiah again, if you will. 43. Isaiah 43. Bible says there this. Verse number 25. Isaiah 43. I, even I, am he that bideth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. We have a problem with that, folks. We're all the time dragging up the sin that we used to live in all the time, man. Bragging about the old life that we used to live in, amen. I, don't, I, never, I walked away from God a long time ago, amen. But I never around my children ever bragged about being a wicked person, amen. Hello? 
I was out in the bars, smoking, drinking, cussing. I was doing everything that this old filthy world out here was doing because I'd had enough. I wanted to do things my way for a while. And every time I went to a bar, it's like somebody had come ahead of me and put all over the walls, you're wrong for being there. That's why I know that once I got born again, I stayed born again. Amen? Right. The Holy Spirit of God, even though I was out in a dirty world, the Holy Spirit of God was still there in his place saying, hey, I'm going to get you back one day. Yeah. You're wrong for being here. You're wrong for saying that dirty joke. Amen? You're wrong for cussing like you do. Amen? It was there. It was there. Hello? And don't look at me like I'm saying something false, amen? I'm telling you what. When Christ came to the cross of Calvary, he went there for a specific purpose, amen? And that was to save souls. Amen. You've got a blessed church right here. It's here not just to have a place to go, amen? Not just to have a place to have a picnic sometime. Not just to have fellowship sometime. It's here to save souls. Amen. Hello? Yes. No. He... Ooh. He's my sacrifice. All of that, he's my satisfier. Okay? I'm totally and completely satisfied. Hello. Hello. I'll give you some Bible on it. Look at Psalms. If you will, 63. Psalms and 63. Psalms and 63. Psalms and 63. The Bible says there this. Look at verse uh, 63 and look, if you will, at verse number 3. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Listen to me, folks. You hear what the Bible's saying right there? He loves us so much. My lips ought to be praising him every day. Oh, I lost some of you. My lips should be praising him every day. Come on, now. let's get alive, amen. We're in a Baptist church, not some cemetery, amen. Yeah. amen. We're not at a funeral today. We're at church, amen. Glory to God. Ooh. Thus will I bless thee while I live, verse number four. I'll lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as fatness. My mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Oh, boy, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate thee upon the night watches. Hey, he's never out of my mind, amen. He's always there when I'm sleeping, when I'm going away, whatever. He's there, amen. I'm going to praise him all the way. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. My wife and I, 46 years, this July 20th at 7 o'clock at night. 46 years. Why? We are satisfied yeah, yeah. with each other. Hello. Yeah. Satisfied with each other. I got a good one. I got her off the farm. Amen. Hello. Amen. Got a farm girl. Amen. I want to be a good girl. Amen. My grandson, he comes to me one time. He says, Grandpa, he said, when I get married, I want, a, I want a wife just like your, your wife, like Grandma. Not afraid to roll up the sleeves and do something around the house, roll and do some work, yard, whatever. He said, "I want a wife like her." We're satisfied. Hello. 
My wife blames me because she's overweight. Back when I was in a wheelchair, she did everything around the house. Took the garbage out. I mean, washed the car. She did everything. Kept her figure nice and nice. I came along, amen, and got out of the wheelchair. Amen, started walking again. I went back to work, amen. Did my job duties around, cleaning up mess around the house. She says, quit doing that. I'm getting fat. Hello. Hello. Well, he's my satisfier. Psalms 103. Psalms 103. Psalms 103. Uh, I mean, I just blow a gasket tonight, I don't know. Psalms 103, if you will. Look at the will. That verse number one. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Oh, I like it. It's going to get gooder. Amen. It's going to get gooder here. Listen to me. It's going to get gooder. Yeah, hello. It's going to get gooder. Talk about benefits. Amen. Listen to the benefits there. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Hello. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Hey, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things? Amen. Since thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Listen to me, folks. Those are some of the benefits that he gives to us. He redeemed me. Hello? He redeemed me. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty happy about that. Right. I am stinking happy about that. Amen? I like that. I was five years old when I got saved. Oh, you're too young. No, 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 no. You listen to me. My daddy had a church. Like I said this morning, it was full. All time. Full. People. I couldn't understand why people come in church one way, they hit the altar one way, and they get up, and they were living a different way. Something was happening when they came here and spent some time there. They got, there were something. I didn't understand that. I kept raising my hand. My daddy would never acknowledge me. Finally, my mama, she says, you better listen to Timmy. Don't call me Timmy. You better listen to Timmy. He wants something. He's too young. You better acknowledge him. Next Sunday, another great message. I raised my hand. He saw. I see that hand. Oh, I thought, boy, my dad saw me. All right, praise the Lord. I wanted what these people were getting. Didn't know anything about it. But I wanted it. Hello. I wanted it. He sat me down and told me about the Lord Jesus. I told my daddy, I said, Daddy, What's wrong with me? I'm crying. My eyes, I got tears running down my face, but yet my heart is so happy inside of me. What happened to me? He said, son, you just got born again. Listen to me. When somebody gets born again, they're not going to know the Bible. Where's my amen card? They're not going to know the Bible. Hello. They're not going to know everything that God hell knows as a Christian. When I was born... My mama gave birth to me. I was nine pounds, eight ounces. I didn't know nothing except for how to eat. Hello. I had to learn some things as a youth. When I got born again, I've been born twice, folks. When I got born again, I didn't know anything about the Word of God. I had to learn some things step by step. 
I get so tired of churches that do not disciple people that get born again. Leave them hanging there for the devil to get a hold of them. I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't know not, I didn't know not one Bible verse when I got born again. But slowly and surely, one step after another, I came along. That's the way it is when somebody gets born again. Hello, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you what the Bible says. Simple facts. Hello. The guy goes along, comes along and says, well, I knew a lot of things when I got saved. He's telling you a lie because he didn't know anything. Hello. Well, there's a little bit of help, hope for them. They're coming along a little bit, you know. <laughs> he wants my signs, amen? Okay. Oh, I'll tell you what. I thank God. He's my satisfier. Also, he's my safeguard. Everybody wants to be safe today. Our cars. You gotta be safe in cars. I remember the days when you didn't have to wear a seatbelt. Just get in and drive. But somebody came along and said, we need to have something going on here. It was a, it was a way to make money, by the way. And so, now you have a way to see. Listen to me, folks. My car will lock itself all by itself. Amen. Hello. How'd you find that out? I found that out one day when I left my keys in the car. <laughs> Got out, shut the door, went back again, and it was locked. Amen. But guess what? I'm smarter than that car out there, man. I had an extra key in my wallet. Amen. I got in. Everybody wants to be safe. Smoke alarms. Smoke detectors. Gotta have this, this, and this, this to be safe. Guys riding bicycles with helmets on nowadays. Give me a break, my soul. That's a, oh man, that's a slap in the face of human rights, amen. Me and Mike Barnhart, we grew up together. We were on our bikes 24-7, right? Never had a helmet, amen. Oh yeah, we had some spills, never busted our heads open, amen. But buddy, we had a good time, man. You down the road, you see these people coming at you, you don't know if they're from Mars or where they're at, amen. He is my safeguard. Yeah. He's my safeguard. He keeps me safe, amen. Psalms 91. Psalms 91. He keeps me safe. I travel on the road. We travel on the road a lot, amen. And uh, he has to keep me safe. Amen. I'm the messenger. Amen. Psalms 91, look at verse number 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Woof, woof, in Him will I trust. Verse number 11 says this, He shall give His angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. Whoa! God said, I'm not leaving you down there by yourself, buddy. You can't handle it by yourself. I'll be there to help you. To help you. 
Well, Psalms 94. Psalms 94. I remember one time I got a couple of verses in Psalms. I ended up preaching almost the whole book of Psalms one time. 94, look at verse number 22. The Bible says this here. But the Lord is my defense. My God is the rock of my refuge. 95.1. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise unto the rock of our salvation. He is my rock. Amen. But when they go to build a foundation, man, they want to make sure they get a nice, firm foundation under it. Amen. The people over there in Ezra, I almost preached that tonight, putting things back in order. Oh, man, they were having a good time. A wonderful time. They laid the foundation, man, and man, they were just praising God. The trumpets were going. The cymbals were sounding. Man, they were singing, having a hallelujah time. Probably the first camp meeting ever mentioned in the Word of God. Amen. They were having it right there. Amen. But through the ancient men had seen the first house what it used to be. They were crying, weeping their eyes out. Because, oh, what has happened to us. I'll tell you what. He keeps me safe. We've been run off the road before. I like it. When I'm going over the speed limit, on a freeway, minding my own business, and I get into somebody's way, and they flash their bright lights at me, trying to get me to move over out of the way. I said, hey, I'm above the law now. Hello. They'll get around me sometime. My pastor used to be a mean man. You blow the horn at him, and he'll sit there forever, amen. Hello. I'm not that way. Listen to me, folks. He keeps me safe. I was going down a little town just south of where we live after a part to the dryer. And uh, I was driving. We had, it's, 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 it's two lane going one way and two lane coming the other way. In one section, uh, they come in and it becomes three lanes of highway. I'm in the middle lane, minding my own business, driving down the road. I notice in my mirror a red pickup truck coming up behind me. I well, he's just going to go by me. That man got right beside me and just come right over and ran me off the road. I had to call my wife and say, I just got run off the road by some nut. Hello. But God was there. God was there. Hello. Well, he is. He is. I depend upon him. He's my defense. And my Savior has never lost a case. Hello. So, he's my Savior. Secondly, he is my security. Everybody wants to be safe today. Everybody wants to be safe today. But, like I said already, the angels are encamping around me, amen. That's safe enough for me. Hello. Don't get quiet on me now. He is my security. I know that when I die, I have a home in heaven waiting for me. Yep, there you go. I have a home in heaven. 
You ever think about heaven? I do. Think about how it is there. Think about these men of God going on. They're friends of ours, going on. They're, they're out there. What are they doing right now? Oh, they're having one hallelujah of a time right now. People say, well, when I get up to heaven, I can look down and watch you guys. You ain't going to watch nobody. You're going to be at the feet of Jesus. You're going to wrap your arms around his feet and just worship him like you never worshipped him before in your life. You don't care what's coming down here. Listen to me. My Savior, my Savior, he saved me. And he keeps me walking straight by keeping me secure. I feel sorry for people to say, my, my dad-in-law was one of them guys. I sat to about over 1 o'clock in the morning talking to my dad-in-law. He's a 32nd degree Mason. And uh, <coughs> he didn't mind that I married his daughter, but he really minded when I became a Baptist preacher, amen. <laughs> and uh, so we sat up one night, just him and I, in his kitchen talking about things. And he'd say something to me, I'd give him Bible back. Say something to me, I'd give him more Bible back. Say something, finally he just got mad at me. He says, I suppose you're one of them, the ones that, once you're saved, you're always saved. I said, yes, sir, it's in the Bible, there it is. Yeah. And he stormed out mad at me. Guess what? He knows the truth now. Once you come to Christ, heard Pastor say this today. I'm going to be my daddy's son forever. Hello, my two sons. I could die, but they're still my two sons. Hello, I had part in bringing them into being, amen. When God saves your soul, amen. When Christ goes to the cross of Calvary and you come to him and you ask him to forgive you your sins and you accept him as your savior, buddy, you've got a new daddy, amen. And he's not going to let you go. He's not going to let you go. Oh, boy. He is my security. Psalms, chapter 5. Psalms 5. I don't hear any Bible pages turning. It's going to get awful long in here, amen. Psalm 5. Look at verse number 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also love thy name, be joyful in thee. Listen to me, folks. That's a good Baptist shouting right there, amen. If you're trusting him as your Savior. Hello. Oh, boy. Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Yes, sir. Verse number 5 says this. For I acknowledge my sin unto thee, mine iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgression unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. Old black preacher said that word Selah means think about that. Think about that. Somebody loved you that much. Forgave you all that wicked sin that you had living in daily. He forgave you that. Didn't have to, but he loved you. He wanted to. Well, 
I'm still talking about the man, Jesus. Hello? Today's Daddy's Day. Hello? Hello? Okay. Go back to Psalms again, if you will. 89. Psalms 89. Look, if you will. At verse number 18. The Lord is our defense. The Holy One of Israel is our King. You know something, folks? I got royal blood going through my veins. Hello. I've got Jewish blood going through my veins. One time my wife says, I wish you would quit being so negative. I said, I have to. It's in the blood. See what do you mean? I said, I have B negative blood, amen. So I'm going to be negative all I want to, amen. <laughs> be negative blood. Especially when it comes to sin. I'll be negative about that, amen. But my daddy, he's a king. How is it that we, as king's children, live the way that we do? Hmm? Oh, I like you. Yes. How is it we live like that? The king has given us everything he had, his precious son. You know, God, everybody says, Jesus paid the price. No, God paid the price. They were not separated. Eternity passed. Not one time until he went to the cross and he took my sin, your sin, upon himself. God said, I had to look away. First time ever I looked away from my son. Now, my sons can do some things, but I'm not going to look away from them. They can curse me in the face. I'm not going to look away from them. Hello? Well, Psalms 31. Psalms 31. Let's go over there real quick. Psalms 31. The Bible says there in Psalms 31, look at verse number 1. The Bible says this, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Mm. Bow down thy ear and deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock. The house of defense save me. Verse number three, for thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Mm. Yes, sir, he's my security. You like that so much? Let me give you some more. Psalms 107. Psalms 107. 107. The Bible says there this. 107, look if you will, at verse number. Twenty-eight. One oh seven. The Bible says there this. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and bringeth them out of their distresses. You know what? 
Bible tells us about the children of Israel. They were in captivity. They were, they were in bondage for, oh, hundreds of years. The Bible says, even though they were there, they didn't like what was going on. But the Bible says that God heard their prayers. Somebody in the camp of Israel was praying, God, send us a deliverer. Oh, God, send us. Uh, you know, somebody was troubling God that day, amen, in the camp of Israel. Troubling God, God, we need to get out of here. That church that we started in Grant, Michigan, Victory Baptist Church, beautiful building, had a water problem in the basement. So we knew Opie, he was an excavator and had all the equipment and stuff like that. We called him out to give us an estimate. He's going to have to tile that plane all the way around. How much is it going to cost us? Oh, about $1,500. All right. He's going to want me to start? Go ahead and start. Didn't have a dime. We prayed. God, you want Victor Baptist Church here? It's here. We've got a problem. We get fixed. They tiled that thing all the way around that church, took care of the water problem. I went to Opie. I said, hey, Opie, you got the bill ready? And he says, well, not really. I said, well, you said $1,500. And he says, have you got $100? I guess. He said, give it to the backhoe guy. Yep. Hello. We prayed again. Like I said this morning, we've got to pray yep. about things. Hello? You got a problem out here about some kind of blockage over? You got to pray about it, amen. God will send a deliverer, amen. Take care of the problem. Well, well, let's see. We got to pray in hard times as well as in good times. He will help you. The Bible says in Philippians that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Amen. If we're leaning on Him, He will strengthen us to keep on going. Amen. Yes, sir. Let's look at David. Second Samuel 22. Second Samuel 22. Samuel 22. David. As I said this morning, he's one of my favorite characters. But I like what he said here in 2 Samuel 22, verse number 1. He says, David spake unto the Lord words of the song in the day that the Lord delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. Saul wanted him dead. Hello. Saul wanted him dead. Tried to kill him several times. Hello. David wasn't doing anything wrong. Verse number 2. He said, The Lord is my rock. My fortress, my deliverer. I will, in him will I trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. I'm sure there's some enemies of Calvary Chapel Baptist Church. Hello. We go by some of the buildings out there today. 
I feel sorry for those people. I've said this before from the pulpit. The Catholic people outgive the Baptist people ten to one. They're doing it to get to heaven, amen. We've got assurance of heaven. We're assured a place in heaven. We've got a mansion being built for us right now in heaven, and we can hardly scrape the money together to give an offering to somebody. Hello. One time I had a revival way at the west end of the Upper Peninsula. Back when we had a bus. It took me $86 worth of fuel to get there. Week of meetings. You know what my love offering was? $86. Hello. $86. You should have gotten a different business. No. God gave us enough money to get to the next place. Yeah. We was in a meeting one time. I gave everything I had in my wallet, which was all the money we had for an offering. God told me, give it. So I did. I said, Lord, I guess we have to change membership. We're here. <laughs> Meeting got done. Pastor came. He said, Brother Quick, come into my office. I got something for you. And nobody knew I did that. Nobody knew I did that. Except for my wife and I. Went in the office, and he gave me enough money to keep going and going. Hello. Yeah. No, I'll take care of you. But you've got to trust him. Right. Is he your rock? Hello? Is that who you're built upon? Amen? Well, well, I'll tell you what. Hurry up, brother, quick. I've got a long ways to go home. I've got further to go home than you do, amen? He is my Savior. He is my sacrifice, my security. He is my strength. When I was in school, I could bench press 250 pounds when I was about ninth grade. Pretty strong. But like I said a few minutes ago, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I spent 17 years in a wheelchair because Christ was there strengthening me every day. Give me a little bit more wheel to go, a little bit further, a little bit longer. Amen. But he is my strength. He is my strength. Go back to 2 Samuel again, chapter number 22. 2 Samuel 22. 2 Samuel 22. 2 Samuel 22. Oh, there it is. Look, if you will, at verse number 33. The Bible says there, God is my strength and power and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet, sets me upon high places. He teaches my hands to war. The bow steel is broken in my hands, arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and thy gentleness has made me great. Verse number 40. Thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Like I said this morning, we are in a battle, amen. The devil wants this church closed down, prontos. He wants your homes broken up, amen. amen. Your marriages dissolved. He, we are at war, amen. For thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me hast thou subdued under me. Listen, we're going to see the devil fall, amen. He's going to fall. He's going to fall. Well, he's my strength. He's my strength. Psalms 18. 
Psalm 18. The Bible says there this. Look at verse number 30. 18, verse number 30. The Bible says there. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. I like that. I like that. Ooh. A buckler to all those that trust in him. Look at verse number 32. It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. I like that. Look at verse number 39. Thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle and hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Hmm. The battle's won. We just got to keep going. Amen? We got to keep going. Oh, let's see. What else do I want to do? Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah 12. Isaiah 12. The Bible says there in verse number 2, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Listen to me, folks. We've got something to sing about. Amen? We've got something to sing about. Amen. Amen. He is my strength. Psalms 29. Psalms 29. Psalms 29. Look at the will. That verse number. 29, verse number 11. The Bible says there, the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Mm. It's there for us, folks, if we want it. It's there if we want it. He's there. Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26. Look at verse number 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. Keep on going. Keep on going. Like I said, 18 years in a wheelchair. Kept on going. Listen to me, folks. We have a friend that sticketh closer than brother. Hello, a friend that sticketh closer than brother. Amen. My brothers, I guess they were all right for brothers. <laughs> but my brothers never came to my defense that one time. But I have a friend that sticketh closer than that brother's mine. My Savior is with me every moment of time to help me. Trouble I get into, he's there to help me. Hard questions to answer, he's there to help me. Mm -hmm. Listen to me, folks. When Jesus came to the cross of Calvary, he didn't come to put on a popularity show. He came to save precious souls. Right. Who do you say that he is? 
Hmm? Who do you say that he is tonight? At the job site. Who do you say that he is? Hmm? You're working there. The bad jokes are going on. Who do you say that he is? Hmm? Do you stand up for him? He stood up for you. Who do you say that he is in public? Huh? I praise the Lord everywhere. Walmart, doesn't matter where I'm at. Hanging, looking for something. There's signs all over Walmart. Need help? Ask. You can find somebody. When I find, I'm going to praise the Lord right there. You say it out loud? I do. Praise the Lord. There it is. I've had people look at me like I'm some kind of nut. One time I was in Walmart, back when they had their little cafe. They had a great hot dog and great french fries. I liked it. I sent my wife shopping, and I went to Eaton, amen. <laughs> and uh, me and this guy was sitting in there. We went in together, but he was sitting one day. I was sitting on the table. And some long-haired dude came in there, black, leather coat, leather pants, black boots, long black hair. Started singing gospel songs. I kind of took my appetite away. I just pushed the stuff away and washed him. Oh, he's putting on show for everybody. Finally, I pushed my chair back and said, I've had enough of this. The guy over there said, yeah, so have I. Are you going to come with me? No, you go get it. Okay. So I went to that guy. I said, what are you doing here? I'm praising my Lord. I said, have you looked in the mirror lately? What do you mean? Long hair, black. I mean, you don't look, you don't look religious at all. No. There's no light in you. It's all black. He said, my long hair can take me places that you can't go. I said, my Savior can take me places you'll never go to. Hello. Well, he stopped singing. I don't think he ever did come back. People say, I like that picture of Jesus with the long hair. Well, that's, a, that's, that's just a long hair hippie. Yes, Jesus did not have long hair. I can take a chapter verse in the Bible. He did not have long hair. He had hair like mine. Yeah, about. He was cut, trim, and neat, amen. Otherwise, why did Judas say, I will kiss the one that you got to get him? Why did Judas say, he's with all the long hair, go get him? Judas had to single him out because he looked just like everybody else. Good old. That was for free. Who do you say that he is? Hmm? In the neighborhood. Hello. We live in a quiet neighborhood. We moved in. Next Saturday was soul winning day, so me and John from our church, we went knocking on doors in my neighborhood. He parked his car in my yard, and we just walked down the road. Hand out gospel tracts. We come to this one house. It had two driveways, so we just took the first one and started walking in there. Guy in front of you said, What do you want in my backyard? I said, We don't want you back there. We, we want to talk to you. Get away from my backyard. So we went over to where he was at, talked to him a little bit, gave him a gospel track. Me and John got done. 
driving it home. Two hours later, here's this guy come, knocking on my door. I said, yes, sir. Where's my dog? My dog's gone. You guys, you, you, you only ones around here. Where's my dog at? I said, your dog's not here. Oh, he started hollering at my house for his dog. I said, sir, what? The only thing in that house is a cat that hates dogs. <laughs> he walked off. Two hours later, here he comes again. My wife's there praying. He's come back again for more. Knocked on my door. I said, yes, sir. Uh, I found my dog. I said, it's good. I'm glad. Is it hurt? No, it's fine. It's fine. And uh, he said, um, I owe you an apology. I was wrong in what I did. I said, it's all right, sir. I shook his hand. I told our church, I just preached at our church here not too long ago. I said, I'm going to have that man in our church one of these days. Hello. Like I said this morning, the dog bit my hand, drew serious blood. I won those people to Christ. Who do you say that he is in public? Hmm? Hmm? Think about it. He's my Savior. He keeps me safe. He's my strength. I can't do this on my own. I can't. My daddy told me one time, he said, son, a man that gets up and preaches hard puts in an eight-hour day right there for one hour. Listen to me, folks. My God will hold me up. Hello. I can walk today. I know about the Savior. Let me give you this and I'm going to be done. I know about my Savior. One time, I was blind. You were blind too, Brother Quick? Yes, I was. Listen to me now. I was blind spiritually. Couldn't see spiritual things, didn't know anything about spiritual things at all until Jesus came by. He gave me some spiritual eyesight. I was lame. That's a lame man in the Bible. That's a blind man in the Bible. I was lame one day. A wheelchair bound, amen. And Jesus came by again one day, and I'm walking today. Oh, amen. I was dead one day. Not when I coded. I was dead one day. And my sins and trespasses. Yes. Jesus came by again and gave me a new and living way. Hmm? I know the Savior. He'll help you. He'll help you. He wants to help you. Hello? Stand with me, please. Head bowed, eyes closed.